Welcome to Season 2 of What in the World is Dyscalculia? This podcast is presented by EduCalc Learning and hosted by me, Dr. Honora Wall, a dyscalculia specialist, researcher, and teacher trainer in this fascinating math-related learning disability. I'm very excited to begin Season 2 of the podcast and bring you so much more detailed information this season about dyscalculia, about the current research in dyscalculia, and to talk to you about some of the exciting training we have going on at EduCalc Learning. You can visit www.educalclearning.com for more information. The first session of this season, I wanted to start off with something exciting, and I found a really interesting research article that I'm very excited to share with you. This research study was conducted in Germany um, by uh, Dr. Professor Rainier Hedrick, who was researching plants and was discovering and researching the Venus flytrap. Many of us have seen the Venus flytrap. It's a super cute little tiny plant that has the two sides of the leaves that look like a little mouth with little teeth and they snap shut. And if you have any trouble with fruit flies or mosquitoes or other insects in your house, you should definitely get yourself a Venus flytrap or something else in that same family like a pitcher plant. They really do help. They're fascinating plants and they're native to a very small part of the world. They're actually only native to swampy areas in North and South Carolina in the United States. That's it. That's the only places where they naturally grow. So they can be a little hard to understand and to research because it's a pretty small population. And they rely on getting their nutrients and extra nutrition in their diet from eating insects. So the question for the research team in Germany was how do Venus flytraps know when they actually have prey and that they should snap shut to capture the prey and begin eating it versus maybe it's a bit of dandelion blowing by, maybe it's a little dust, maybe it's a larger animal or a child touching the pad and watching the leaf snap shut. So they began doing research and they found there is a strain or a mutation in this case of a Venus flytrap that has dyscalculia. Now this was fascinating. How in the world could a plant have a math-related learning disability? And also, how do I make the Venus flytrap the official plant of EduCalc Learning as fast as possible and get some of these so that I can have a plant that represents the passion of my work? So I started reading the research. So here's the quick wrap-up, but you can find more information in a copy of the current biology journal or doing any internet search. The article comes up pretty quickly. Put in Venus flytrap plus dyscalculia and the options will pop right up. So the way the Venus flytrap works is its two mouth pads, so to say, are open. And then when they sense a touch, a contact, they count that first touch. 
Now at that point it could just be a bit of dust or something blowing in the air and it takes a lot of energy for those jaws to clap shut and to reopen so the plant needs to conserve that energy. It waits until there's a second touch to determine if this is something permanent and interesting enough to close over and then it snaps shut very quickly. Now at this stage it may or may not be something the Venus flytrap actually wants to eat. And it needs to find out if this is food before it starts releasing its digestive juices. Now, an insect trapped in the Venus flytrap will try to escape. So there will be three, four, five touches of those little insect feet or wings. And those are the signals to the Venus flytrap that it's time for lunch. Well, some Venus flytraps lose their count. They can't track how many touches have happened and when. And because they lose count, they don't close properly and they don't eat in the same way. Now the plant can still survive because it does get nutrients from other sources, but the insects add a lot more nutrients to their diet and are a part of overall health. But in general, I don't think any Venus flytraps were harmed using uh, this research study. I'm sure they took very good care of the plants and found a way to make sure they got all of their nutrition. But it did lead the researchers to have an outside source to kind of track that numeracy and that counting and holding on to counting from one experience or one touch or in the case of students one digit at a time. Now in the Venus flytrap the counting mechanism is related to a calcium connection. And that's a little more science than I think any of us are here for in this podcast, but it is very fascinating. And, and if you look up the article, they do explain very well their, their findings. But the synopsis, the electrical impulses are tied to calcium connections within the plant. I'm quite sure that this does not directly apply to people. If you or your children have dyscalculia, please do not try to overload on calcium. There's no connection and no need to do that. It would probably lead to its own long-term problems if you had too much calcium in your diet. It certainly would not help your dyscalculia. However, it's very fascinating to think of numeracy and to think of math and counting existing outside of our classrooms and outside of just humans can be a part of the life experience in all different um, parts of the the universe and the global experience because math truly is a part of everything. So absolutely the Venus flytrap is now the official mascot from the plant kingdom for EduCalc Learning. I will be getting a Venus flytrap for my office. I think this is fantastic. And if it turns out that my Venus flytrap has dyscalculia, I will make sure to find a way to feed it some of the mosquitoes and flies that can plague my yard in Iowa. They're very handy plants for that. And it's a great example of how research can add to what we know and add to our discussion from any field. Certainly, math and science have tons of overlap, and here's yet another interesting place 
where they come together. So, in our second season, we are going to keep talking about dyscalculia. We focus on dyscalculia because this math learning disability is my passion to spread awareness and understanding and help teachers and parents help students who have dyscalculia and also to help people who have dyscalculia understand themselves better and identify their strengths and to realize that a lot of their weaknesses come from systemic failures within the way we present and teach and assess math much more than the internal shame and blame that tends to happen. So if you have dyscalculia, if you suspect you have dyscalculia, you've always been bad at math, you think that you can't do math, I want you to know those things are not related. You can have dyscalculia and do very, very well at math. I'm not kidding. It happens all the time. I've seen it with my students. What you need is to have the right intervention and most especially the right accommodations. They're not difficult. We'll be doing sessions where we deep dive into different accommodations and how we can help students of all ages feel more comfortable with math. And that's going to be the real focus of our season two. Now, if you have questions or comments, or if you'd like to have a special topic addressed in a future podcast, please reach out to me. You can email me at Honora, H-O-N-O-R-A, at educalclearning.com, or you can go to our website, educalclearning.com, and reach me through there. You can also find us on LinkedIn and on Facebook and interact with us through social media. We're hoping to get an Instagram page going. We had one and there's some technical difficulties and that can be its its whole own thing. But those are some of the goals we're setting for this next year in our podcast and at the company. Our other goal is to increase awareness of our online training courses for teachers, some of which come with CEUs, some of which come with graduate level course credit, and some are some introductory courses to help you become more familiar. So whatever you're looking for, we have a lot of options for training online. And of course, I'm doing a lot of in-person training. You can look at the website and see where we'll be and see if we can connect in person. Also, our newest book, Teaching Students with Dyscalculia, is live. It is available. You can find it on our website. You can find it on Amazon.com. You can find it on Amazon UK. You can find it on BarnesandNoble.com. And you can ask your local bookstores if they are carrying it. We are starting to get picked up in different bookstores around the country. So there's lots of ways we can get some information to you. Our third big goal for the upcoming season and the upcoming year in the company is really exciting to me. We are putting the final touches on some math courses, both for K-12 students and for adults who want to become more comfortable and have math skills that relate to their work or college experiences and we should roll those out in fall of 2023. At this stage 
we're looking at having an online component with text, with videos, with worked examples, plus a workbook printed version uh, that will allow homeschool families to maintain a portfolio of work throughout the year. We'll give students a paper and pencil tactile experience as well as the interactive online experience. And right now we're planning on rolling out with fourth grade, geometry, and possibly seventh grade. And I really want to get something out for the adult learners as soon as possible because I'm hearing what you're saying. I'm reading your emails. I'm hearing your comments. I know this is an underserved market and you don't want things that are designed for young children because you're not. Adults need materials that are designed for their needs and we are working furiously on those as well. So we have a lot of things happening at EduCalc Learning. We're going to do them all under the banner of our brand new mascot, the Venus Flytrap, and we really look forward to continuing this journey with you. So welcome to Season 2 of What in the World is Dyscalculia? I'm Dr. Honora Wall. I thank you for listening, and I hope to hear from you soon.